Hello, and welcome to the Lake Forest Church Huntersville Sermon Podcast. We are a community of skeptics, spiritual explorers, and longtime followers of Christ. To learn more about who we are as a church and how you can get connected, visit lakeforest.org. So good to worship with you all today. I love Baptism Sunday selfishly because there's actually people in the front row. Um, But I'm not preaching like a whole normal sermon, so Roddy, don't worry. I probably won't spit on you today. So I'm not going to get all worked up in our time remaining. This is our final week in our sermon series post-Easter. It's been called Follow Me. We've looked at a number of the times when Jesus says, follow me. We've looked at the fact that, that a life of being a Christian is more about following what Jesus did than it even is what we think or believe. We follow in his way of life, and we've been examining that. And, and, and next Sunday, we start our summer sermon series uh, called Superlatives. You remember in high school, like most likely to, whatever, whatever? I don't know what you were. Um, uh, I was most likely to be a goofball. Uh, I think, but we're going to look at superlatives in the Bible for the summer, so looking forward to that. But today is just a short devotional to finish up Follow Me, and it's what does it mean to follow Jesus when Jesus said these two remarks in Mark and Matthew? Let's put them on screen. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and become like little children. Would you read that with me? Jesus said, let the little children come to me and become like little children. So one of them is, is about people whom we serve. He says, let the little children come to Jesus. And the other one is about who we become if we want to be a spiritual person. I don't know if you're already a Christian or you don't know. You're like, maybe I used to be. I'm not sure. And some of you are on a spiritual investigation. Uh, but, but Jesus is the, the God-man, we believe both the savior of the world, but also the most true and whole human being who's ever lived. And he says, it's good for a person to become like a little child. In fact, he says you have to, to enter the kingdom of God. I loved hearing uh, Kira and Connor's stories earlier, even after we had just baptized some infants. And even as the, the last person that I uh, that I baptized, uh, her mother was in our first youth group in 1998. She was a teenager. Can't believe she has a fifth grader. But this, this, this circle of Jesus being worshipped and held up by a person, and then if God gifts them with a family in a family, and then, then children are taught, let the little children come to me, and they're brought by their parents, and they're taught by friends in the community of faith, and they grow up knowing and loving him as we heard Connor and Kira say so, so, so well. It's really beautiful. Um, both that boy and girl, Connor and Kira, said that a lot of what they learned about Jesus was in Kidropolis. That was a large part of what brought them to this point. And I just want to point out to you, the, the, the people who serve and give at Lake Forest year after year, you did that leading like Jesus, letting little children come to him by serving and teaching at every age and stage level here on Sundays. That really matters for the kingdom of God. Well done, Lake Forest, and thank you to you summer serve people. And parents, it so matters for you. 
Uh, this, this represented a lot of what's gone on in families, that you take the initiative, parents, of spiritual leadership at home, opening the scriptures at times with your child, praying with them, just talking about faith in the warp and woof of everyday life. But what does it mean to follow Jesus by what he said, let the little children come to me and become like little children? I often say to you, if you're, if, you, if, this, if you're just here to see it, cheer on a baptism, that's great. We're glad you're here. Hope you come back. Um, but sometimes in the sermon, I will say to Lake Forest people, hey, wake up. This is not a one-way deal. The, the worship of the people of God is never a one-way deal. And so I get, I'm just happy to be teaching the scriptures because I'm set apart to like study that stuff and geek out and, and then teach it. But, but this is all of us engaging with God's word through your spirit and, and what does it mean to your life? And so we're going to do that a little extra this morning. Um, I'm, I want you to answer this question. How are we meant to follow Jesus by letting the little children come to him? And what does it mean to become like a little child to enter the kingdom of God? I'd like for you to be thinking about that. Um, uh, this is your work this morning. And I've actually, we've set up a number for you to text that to. And, and I'm going to interact with that in just a minute while you observe children in action. So we've arranged for the second, third, and fourth graders. Fifth graders, you already got your moment. Second, third, and fourth graders are gonna join me on stage now. If you're in second grade, third grade, fourth grade, would you please come up here and, and, and would you just please be willing? I promise I, I, I won't spray on you. I'll talk slowly. Uh, and as you Lake Forest adults, as you observe children, I want you to be reflecting. We've got, we kept this number here on the back screen. How, would you guys have a seat down here? I'm going to sit down too. Um, if this is okay, video people, somebody tell me where to go. Um, uh, how are we meant to follow Jesus by letting the little children come to him and, and become like little children ourselves? I'd like for you to text any brief observations or thoughts, however profound or humorous they may be. Please no profanity. Um, okay. I shouldn't have said that. Hey, kids, will y'all come on in here? Like, uh, I'm Pastor Mike, and I've met a bunch of you, and some of you we haven't really met in person. But um, I am wondering, I have a question for you. Um, how many of you have a car, and you drove your car to church today? Uh, yeah, okay. Dude is a little precocious back here. Yeah. So if you didn't drive a car, how'd you get it? How many of you rode here on your horse? You did. Man, that's super cool. How many of you rode here on a flying magic carpet? Man, these are cool kids. Wow, that's toys today, man. Uh, how many of you, let's see, how many of you came on a, on a heffalump or a camel or a unicorn? Anybody? What's a heffalump? A heffalump. Go home and watch Winnie the Pooh and you'll, in, in the trippy, weird acid days of the 1960s. You see what heffalumps and woozles are. Okay. Okay. You know what? You all answered right away. You said, because how did you get here? Who brought you here? A lot of you, it was your parents or your grandparents and aunt and uncle who brought you here today in, in, in their car. I'm pretty sure, unless you're walking distance, and there are a few people who walk or ride their bike to church here, Somebody had to bring you here, and, and basically, I just want to say this. While all the old people are reflecting on that question and texting, I want to say, it's great. You are a blessed kid. 
You are a favored kid by God just because somebody cared enough to put you in a car, to get you dressed this morning, hopefully put a little bit of food in you, and actually bring you to the church. The church is the people. This is just a building. They brought you to the church building where the church gathered to learn about Jesus. You are favored. Do you, you are like, you should be like, man, that's, God has given you something extra special in your life that you have somebody who cared enough to bring you here. And a lot of you, they bring you here regularly to learn about God through Jesus. And that's pretty cool. But you know what? That's not always the case. I want to read you something that happened with Jesus one day. Okay? You might have heard this before. This is in Mark chapter 10. It says this. This was one day in the life of Jesus. Okay? People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him bless them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was upset. He said to them, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. That's pretty interesting. So there was this day Jesus was teaching. And people knew Jesus was special. And people knew that there was this sense that God was not just in him, but somehow he was a, a, a special God-man. And some of the parents, they were like, man, I want my kids to be around Jesus. And they brought their kids to Jesus. And did you hear what the disciples said? The disciples said, keep children away from Jesus. They actually said that. Okay, boys, raise your hand if you're, you're a boy up here. Okay, me too. Boys, we're going to pretend like we're the disciples, and when I count to three, we're going to say, keep children away from Jesus. You ready? One, two, three. Keep children away from Jesus. That's what the disciples said. And did you hear how Jesus responded? It says he was indignant. Who can, de who can define what indignant is? Angry. Angry, yep. Indignant. Mad frustrated, frustrated in an angry sort of way, upset. upset. He was all that, yes. And indignant usually involves surprise. You're right. You're, he's like, what? They said, keep children away from me? Stressed out. He's like, that is not okay. Like, I'm here for children and adults. And sad. He was sad about that. He's like, how could my disciples think I wouldn't want children? To be close to me. And what am I going to do? So here's what he did. That's a great, great question. So what he did was, he said, let the children come to Jesus. So girls, if you're a girl up here, will you raise your hand? Let's pretend I'm going to be an honorary girl for a minute. We're going to play the role of Jesus. And would you say with me on the count of three, let the children come to Jesus, okay? One, two, three. Let the children come to Jesus. That's what he said. Jesus loved the children. He took them into his loving arms. I am thankful for each of you here today. And that somebody loved you enough to obey Jesus. When he said, bring the children to me. Somebody loved you enough to bring you here. They were following Jesus when they did that. And I want you to know. You are always, always welcome 
to Jesus when you want to talk to him, when you feel alone, when you feel angry or upset or all those things you just said or surprised, you're always welcome to him. Jesus is the God who made you, the God who loves you, and Jesus wants to be the leader of your life for your whole life. He's never too busy for you, even though he's talking to adults at the same time. He's always waiting to hear your prayers and to welcome you into his kingdom. Children have a special place in God's heart, not in the future, but right now. You have a special place in his heart, and he's always ready to listen to your prayers. So can I pray for us? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love these children just as Jesus loved the children on that day. And we're thankful that each of these children here on the stage have someone who loves them enough to bring them to you. In Jesus' name we pray, pray amen. amen. Thank you for joining me up here. Should we do this again sometime? Yes. All right. Okay, that's a promise. We're going to do that. Y'all can have a seat. You can have a seat now unless you have something else to say. better watch out. Okay, okay, you just observed children interacting with, with me about a, a teaching of Jesus, and we just got a couple minutes, so don't, don't worry, I don't now have a 30-minute sermon. I'd like to, let's see what comes up. Did, did anybody text anything, or were you just so spellbound to see what was going to happen? Little children, so how are we meant to follow Jesus by letting little children come to him or becoming like little children? Little children listen so openly, no baggage, no past stuff, they filter it through. They take Jesus' words at face value without all the baggage. I think that's a really important, really great observation. They get, we are to get by, become like little children to be in the kingdom of God, give up our pride and self-sufficiency to fully trust and rely on God. That's fantastic. Follow Jesus with the excitement and joy that my three-year-old lives every day. Uh, we all relate to that, don't we? Can, can we wake up and meet with Jesus with that same excitement every day? It doesn't have to be an emotional excitement, but a presence with him, like making myself fully present. Just like children, we are to sit at Jesus' feet ready to hear and listen. Like they took the invitation and came up here and sat and listened. Am I taking Jesus' invitation to sit at his feet and listen by reading scripture every morning. Uh, are there others? Believing that anything is possible, without doubt, believing the unbelievable. Children see God in the simplest things. As adults, we tend to look at the negative. We need to embrace a childlike view and look for God everywhere. Uh, they're dependent on their parents, full of imagination and wonder, trusting, obedient, inquisitive, very insightful, and, and, and by being joyful. Of course, kids aren't always joyful. At least mine weren't. Um, but they could be joyful at the drop of a hat, and I admire that about them. Um, let me just finish with, with one thought that, that so, a couple, was expressed two or three different ways there. There's one childlike quality that works exactly the opposite in the kingdom of heaven from how it naturally works in our earthly lives, and that quality is what two of you named dependence. As children grow and mature, they become more and more independent from their parents. That's natural. That's how it's supposed to work. So the more mature a child becomes, the more independent he or she becomes from their parents. That's how it's supposed to work. That's really good as human beings. But that's where the kingdom of God turns natural things upside down. Some people have called God's kingdom the upside down kingdom. The more spiritually mature we become, 
the more dependent on God we become. That's a good definition of spiritual maturity and how to be childlike. We don't earn the kingdom of God, we receive it by faith. We depend on God entirely to give it or we don't enter it at all. Salvation is not a collaborative work. It's all God and none of us. We just receive it. Jesus did the work on the cross to qualify us for receiving eternal life as a gift simply by believing in him. So the CEO of a Fortune 500 company here in Lake Norman needs to receive and live in the kingdom of God as humbly as a five-year-old child, or he or she will never enter it at all. And as we grow as disciples of Jesus, we don't become more independent of God. Hey, look, Jesus, I'm grown up. I need less of you. It's the opposite. Spiritual maturity is we trust more, we pray more, we depend more on him. We recognize our need for God all the more. That's how the kingdom of God works, and that's how we receive the kingdom of God, like a child by faith in Jesus. If you're not a, yet a Christian, God isn't looking for you to clean yourself up enough for him to accept you. He's waiting for you to come to him in faith as you are and just ask him to, to receive you into his kingdom, into his family. And, and he's ready to save you through the atoning work of his son Jesus, atoning for sin through his death on the cross, offering new life and eternal life through Jesus' resurrection. Believe in Jesus Christ as your God, your Savior, your leader, and you will be saved. You can't earn the kingdom. You only receive it like a little child. And so Jesus says, become like a child. And then welcome the children. And so that means in the church, we will teach children that God loves them through Jesus every single time we gather. And outside the church, we will go on mission. If there's one overarching theme to the mission of Lake Forest financially and through our hours... It's serving the needs of vulnerable children here in our community, especially in partnership with Caterpillar Ministries and around the world in the orphanages that you guys, so many of you have built and you support and you have essentially adopted children growing up in those new families in Honduras, in Bolivia, in India, and soon to be in Chile and in the Bahamas. Well done, letting the little, little children, little children especially those vulnerable, come to Jesus and may you live dependent upon him like a child. Would you stand and let's dismiss each other. We're going to sing, uh, we're going to finish out this series the way we have every week and we're going to dismiss one another, not me. Uh, it'll be our words to each other through the words of, of an old song called the doxology. And so, Harrison, if you'll give us the right key, please. Let's sing together. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here be.